Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I am your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. Welcome to another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio Podcast. So I keep learning that people aren't listening to the podcast, at least some of you aren't, still listening on Saturday mornings, and that's awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time to specifically listen on Saturday morning, but I need to let you know that I'm going to be doing more and more stuff on podcast only. And of course, the beauty of the podcast is you can listen at your leisure. You can also share it with others. So go find your podcast app and subscribe to Vitality Radio if you have a hard time finding it or can't figure out how to subscribe to it or whatever. Maybe you're just a little bit technically challenged. That's okay. That's why we're there for you at Vitality Nutrition to help you out. Just give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. If you're in the area, even bring your phone in and we'll help you figure it out. You can also go to the website, vitalityradio.com, and all of the content is available there. So Vitality Radio is now in its 13th year. And November, I believe it'll hit 13 years uh, to be exact, which is crazy. The podcast has been up for over a year now. And thankfully, my wonderful producer, Elizabeth Wyndham, has been, you know, helping me figure out the technology side of this thing, make it sound good, put it in the right places, get it published on time, all that kind of stuff. So I want to give a shout out to her. She's done an amazing job in helping me figure out this uh, new thing that I didn't know how to do. So that is awesome. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with your friends. And I would love, love, love for you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. That would be fantastic as well. But, uh, you know, it's June 2nd as I'm recording. This show will actually release on the 5th. And June 2nd is my dad's birthday. My dad now has been gone for pretty much the exact length of time that I've been doing this show. In fact, I don't believe he ever had the opportunity to listen to one of my shows, although I like to think that he's heard many of them now. While he was here on the earth, though, we weren't doing Vitality Radio. And I want to just give a quick shout out to the man who gave me the opportunity to learn what I've learned when it comes to health and nutrition and alternative ways of thinking, a man who was unabashedly himself completely authentic at all times, and a man who I dearly love. So thank you so much to my father, Clyde St. Clair. Without him, there would be no Vitality Radio. Of course, Vitality Radio is brought to you by our family business, Vitality Nutrition, that mom and dad started back in 77. We're going to hit 43 years this August, and we'll have a big celebration. We'd love to have you participate in that, and I'll be giving you more and more info as that date approaches. But here we are in summer. We started talking last week about sunscreen because, I don't know, maybe you're not like me. I, in many ways, hope that that is the truth, (laughs) but there are some things about me that uh, maybe you'd, you'd be okay with. 
But there are two things, and I'll throw in a third because I know a lot of you disagree with me on the third thing, but two things that I think most of us can universally agree with when it comes to summer. The bad parts are sunburns and bugs. Mosquitoes in particular, although ticks are becoming more and more of a problem in terms of Lyme disease is becoming more and more of a problem. And so, of course, we want to go out, we want to hike, we want to get out in the sunshine and get our vitamin D and get our exercise and do all of those things, but we don't like to be annoyed by bugs. And I think I'll take a sunburn over a mosquito bite any day of the week. Man, do I dislike mosquito bites. But regardless... One of the challenges, of course, with these things has been trying to figure out, okay, how do we avoid the nasty parts of summer while not slathering chemicals all over our bodies? So today I'm going to talk quite a bit about DEET. I'm going to talk about mosquito repellent, and I'm going to share with you something that you may not see coming in terms of the level of concern that I may have about DEET. I've been doing a deep, deep dive, and I'm actually not as concerned as I once was, but there are some things that you do need to know before you use DEET. And there are, of course, some alternatives that are, I believe, safer and are the things that I use on myself and also on my children. The third thing, of course, is the heat. Man, I know some people just love this heat. I've got dear friends who would lay out in a 95-degree day and say, this is just perfect, and I'm sitting there sweating to death. And so, yeah, if you like the heat, good on you. I'm more of a spring and fall, maybe even winter person myself. But I do love getting out there, and I do love protecting my skin from bites and from the sun. So if you didn't hear last week's show, I talked a lot about sunscreen. The chemical sunscreens that are on the market, in my opinion, are very dangerous. Yes, I said very dangerous. They are not good for you. The research is actually pretty clear on that. In fact, the most simple thing that I shared last week that everybody needs to know is that we are in America using more sunscreen than we've ever used before, and we have the highest rates of skin cancer. So if we're using tons of sunscreen and sunscreen does prevent sunburns, right? You slather on that banana boat stuff or any number of these other brands of chemical sunscreen, you won't get burned as a general rule. But why are we getting more skin cancer? My belief is that those sunscreens in many cases may actually be causing the cancer. We know they have known carcinogens in them, which makes absolutely no sense because we're using them to try and protect our skin from cancer. So if you didn't hear that show, please go back because I think it's a really useful information and pretty much universal. We all want to protect our skin from cancer, but we all ought to be wanting to get as much vitamin D from the sun as we can and obviously not getting burned. I introduced to you a couple of sunscreens that I am in love with. I was just talking to my son Bridger earlier today, and I think it's important that you know that this sunscreen by Think Sport that I talked about last week, it's not just a great sunscreen. I mean, it works really, really well, but it feels good on the skin. It rubs in like a nice lotion. It really is phenomenal stuff. And I was able to work a deal for you, 25% off all the Think Sport sunscreens. And what's cool is they came down about 20% in price from last summer already. So uh, you can get a good bottle of Think Sport sunscreen for like 9 
75, I think it is. A really, really good deal for a great sunscreen. Great for kids, babies, adults. We have all three levels of effectiveness and uh, types of sunscreen, even the little balm sticks that you rub on, that kind of thing. So come into Vitality or give us a call. We'll be happy to ship some out to you. The Think Sport Sunscreen. I absolutely love it. Now, I'm not going to get into this DEET and, and mosquito thing just yet. I want to start off because it is the beginning of the show with the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, so this week on Facebook, I saw an ad by the Baltimore City Health Department. I use the term health loosely, but that's what they call themselves. And it's a picture of a guy eating a piece of lettuce and it says, salad doesn't cure COVID, Connor. We're pro-healthy eating. We're pro-healthy living. But a keto diet and jogging in the park isn't a substitute for the vaccine. Eat your veggies and get vaxxed. So that's what they're saying in Baltimore. And the picture is of a guy who looks like an idiot. I, I don't know how else to put it. And it's an obvious mockery of someone who is saying, hey, I'm going to boost my immune system naturally. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do this stuff. And I just don't get it. I mean, I guess I do get it, but I don't get it. This type of propaganda, what is it about health departments now? And Baltimore is notorious for it, but I've seen stuff around Utah as well that want to make you feel like an idiot if you are trying to prevent disease by taking care of yourself? Oh, yeah. Well, we all know that diet and exercise have nothing to do with health, right? They do nothing for improving your immune system. Getting vitamin D from the sun does absolutely nothing to prevent viruses, right? So why not belittle people who are actually taking care of themselves? Why not tell people in a public campaign that you're a moron if you think that you can actually enhance your immunity by doing things to take care of your body. One of the biggest complaints I've had through all of this mess that we've all been in together over the last year plus is that it's always been about like the what I call the, the absolute preschool level education that we've received on what to do to prevent a virus. It's like, oh, well, we have to stay away from each other. We have to wear a mask. We have to wash our hands, right? We have to walk one way in the grocery store, not the other way. These things that many of them don't even make much sense, but I have yet ever to hear from any one of these health departments, hey, make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure that you're eating correctly, that you're not loading up on junk food. Make sure you're not sitting in your basement watching Netflix during this lockdown. Make sure you're getting exercise. Make sure you're taking care of your body. Why 
isn't that part of the equation. You can feel however you want to feel about vaccines. You can feel however you want to feel about masks. You can feel however you want to feel about any of the things that have come down from the government in terms of their interpretation of what we do to take care of ourselves. I don't really care. But I think we should all be able to agree that one of the things that we should be being told, if they're going to treat us all like six-year-olds, one of the things they should be reminding us is to take care of our bodies. Because it's not just about avoiding things. You can't live in a bubble. They've tried to get us to live in a bubble to some degree, but you can't live in a bubble. We have to be able to take care of our bodies the way that our bodies were designed to be taken care of, and that is through proper nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, hydration, the really, really basic things that have just not been mentioned. Instead, in Baltimore, they mock people who say, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right. They're mocking that and saying, that doesn't cut the mustard. And yet we know that it does cut the mustard. We know that plenty of vitamin D is a major factor in immune support and prevention of disease. We know that exercise and sleep play a major role in immunostimulus and in getting the immune system to actually work like it's supposed to work and function like it's supposed to function. We know these things, and yet we ignore these things and only point to measures of avoidance and pharmaceuticals. Now, I believe what makes the most sense, if you are a proponent of masks and vaccines like the Baltimore Health Department, then you also should be a proponent of taking care of your body because the combination seems like that would make the most sense, right? Instead of mocking people who are exercising and eating right, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. I do understand it, but I don't understand it. The city of Baltimore is catching a tremendous amount of grief over this, by the way. I'm not the only one. It's just like, come on. You know, they always say, well, we're all in this together. Well, yeah, you're all in this together unless you don't do what we tell you to do, right? So anyway, it's a crazy, crazy world that we live in. And I will say, though, that, you know, I'm only about 14 minutes into the show and I'm not even done ranting yet. We have a secondary rant that I must, must talk about. And it's important because what's happened over the last year and a half-ish since I did my last show on gummy vitamins is that they have gone bam, big, everywhere. Now, they were everywhere a year and a half ago. But what I'm seeing at Vitality is more and more people bringing in bottles of gummies and asking me, hey, is this any good? And it's a legitimate question. Well, first off, I think most of us generally are going to say, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is, right? And so it's like, uh, let's see, this tastes really, really good. And it's supposed to be really, really good for me. And one plus one doesn't always equal two. But I believe that things can taste really good and be good for you. There's a lot of things that I eat every day that are really good for me that taste really good. But gummy vitamins are an interesting one. Why are gummies so hot? Well, gummies are hot because of a variety of reasons. One is, generally speaking, people don't love to swallow pills. I get it. 
I don't love to swallow pills and I sell pills for a living. I understand that. People like a treat and gummies are kind of like a treat, right? In fact, gummies, as a general rule, have been my favorite treat since I was a kid. And they started coming out with gummy worms and gummy bears. They're yummy. And so people like a treat. People have pill fatigue. It's easy. You don't have to have a drink handy. You can just pop it in your mouth and chew it up. They're easy to give to kids. That's another thing. Although I'm not going to focus on kids' gummies right now. I'm focusing on adult gummies. Now, in my previous rant on gummies, I demonized gummies in a pretty big way. And I still hold to that for the most part. But there have been, over the last year or two, some really nice, I'm not even going to say advancements, just some really nice gummies that have been coming out on the market that are actually pretty good. So how do you tell if a gummy is good or a gummy is not? Well, first, let's talk about how supplements are regulated because we're told that supplements aren't regulated, and that's not true. Supplements are absolutely regulated, but not in the same way that pharmaceuticals are. Supplements are regulated by a combination of things, but the primary thing is called CGMP, and that has to do with you know good manufacturing processes, basically, the C being certified. Now, if you want to have a essentially an FDA-approved facility, then it needs to be a CGMP facility, meaning that you're manufacturing these things with very strict guidelines in terms of proving what the raw material is before it's put into the product, and then testing for things like heavy metals and uh, toxins and bacteria levels and all those types of things. And so the CGMP standards do basically make companies adhere to putting what they say is in the product in the product. But that doesn't mean that they're putting good quality stuff in. It's not different than food, and it's regulated by the FDA, the same government agency that regulates food. Just because a bowl of tricks has what it says it has in it doesn't necessarily make it good for you, right? Well, because supplements are regulated as foods, that makes it a little challenging because that's the same thing. So that means the buyer needs to beware. Consumers need to be aware. I've been told that I'm a snake oil salesman on many occasions this year <laughs> on Vitality Radio by people who just don't like what I have to say. And that's fine. But one of the things that I find uh, interesting is that this snake oil thing is still the concept of snake oil is still alive and well. And really, what does snake oil mean? What do people think of? They think of the old traveling medicine men in their wagons saying that this thing that I sell, this snake oil, can cure everything that you have. Well, I've never, ever claimed to have a product that cures everything that you have. So I think that in and of itself takes snake oil off the table. But I get what people are saying. I understand that a lot of companies make a lot of claims about a lot of things and some of those claims are certainly more true than others. Now, the government has restricted free speech when it comes to claiming supplements can do certain things for diseases. I talked about that in the last couple of weeks on Vitality Radio as well. So the claims have been, frankly, dumbed down. And you can make what are called structure function claims, but not actual claims of a treatment of a disease. So even if you have something like CBD that clinically has been proven to reduce inflammation and pain and clinically has proven to reduce anxiety, 
you can't say that on the label. You can't say anxiety on the label because anxiety is a quote unquote disease and therefore can't be treated with a natural product. So there are regulations in place, but one of the things where the regulations really fall short is, and I don't think it should be regulated. Let's make this very, very clear. Consumers in America seem to be just okay with believing what manufacturers say about their product to a large degree. That is a terrible idea, right? I mean, what manufacturer is not going to try to sell you on all of the strong points of their product while they conveniently ignore all of the weak points? I can't think of one, right? Even honest people who sell products are still going to try to highlight the positives over the negatives. So it is. it behooves us as consumers to look into these things in a more substantial way. A lot of people have offloaded that process onto people like me, their local health food store guy. They say, well, this guy's, I believe he's trustworthy and I'll ask him how this stuff works. And I guess that's fine too. I certainly love that there are hundreds of people out there that trust me to not sell them crap. Thank you for that. I have spent a lot of time and a lot of research trying to figure out how to not sell crap and make sure I'm selling high quality products for sure. But as an individual consumer, you are the one putting this stuff in your mouth. And so the buyer beware thing really, really matters. So how do you know? Well, basic research is so easy to do now compared to what it used to be. Right now that we have the internet, now that you can Google literally anything, and there will be multiple search results that pop up from that inquiry, well, we have the ability to figure this stuff out. But manufacturers of gummy vitamins in particular, and this has been going on for years in vitamins, Centrum is a great example, a terrible multivitamin, absolutely horrible. There's virtually no value in Centrum, and yet it's the number one selling multivitamin in the world, and it's just, it's a scam. I mean, it really is. I don't even know any other way to put it. I mean, what they say is in it is in it, but it's not enough to do anything, and the absorption rate is so low that it's just absolutely pathetic. So they've been doing it for years, but with gummies, there's like this new resurgence. So what I want to do is I want to go through a few gummies that I found online that have a pretty high level of followers, people that are buying it. Most of these are things people have brought into me and said, hey, what do you think of this? And I'm going to tell you kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly here. So there's a product called Sugar Bear Hair. Sugar Bear Hair Vitamins, they're gluten-free, they're gelatin-free. This is the thing. I'm going to lay this out for you because it's all marketing, right? 15 vitamins and natural ingredients flavored from real berries and citrus fruits, safe, chewy, easy to eat, gluten-free, gelatin-free, sugar bear hair. Okay, so what's in this product? Well, first you have three grams of sugar in two gummies. So you do need to know that most, not all, there are some sugar-free ones and some lower sugar ones out there now, but most of them have a few grams of sugar. And that's fine. I mean, whatever. If you're watching your sugar in other areas, a few grams of sugar is not going to kill you. But then this one has vitamin A, it has vitamin C, it has vitamin D, it has vitamin E, B6, folic acid, B12, every form 
of vitamin that's in this, except really for the vitamin D, is either a synthetic or a the, kind of the lowest common denominator in terms of quality of, of these, these vitamins. And it's got panathenic acid, it's got iodine, it's got zinc, and it's got choline and inositol. Now, let's talk about what makes this product work for some people, because I have had people bring this in and say, this works for me. Tell me about it. Well, it's got 5,000 micrograms of biotin. Now, 5,000 micrograms of biotin, according to the FDA, is 16 times more than we should have every day. Am I concerned about that? No. Biotin is water-soluble for one thing. And for another thing, the FDA and the RDA, the recommended daily allowance, are kind of a crock anyway. So I actually developed a product for women's hair loss maybe a 12 years ago or so called Hair Revive that has 6,000 micrograms of biotin in it. And it's one of the reasons that it works really well. So I'm a big believer in biotin. I'm a big believer in biotin at high doses. And I believe that that is why sugar bear hair works for some people. The question then is, what's with all the other stuff? Well, the other stuff has virtually no value. The potencies are incredibly low. Choline and inositol are in there at 40 micrograms a piece. I'm just going to let you know that they ought to be at closer to five or 600 milligrams not micrograms. That means there is literally the smallest pinch, a pinch that you couldn't even make with your two fingers of choline and inositol in this product. And I love, I just love when products have to be pretty. So it has blue one as an artificial color. What a crock. I mean, come on. You can color that stuff naturally so easily now. But no, it has blue number one in it. So there's a product that actually might work for you, but it's got poison in it. I consider artificial colors poisons, certainly neurotoxins. And it has one ingredient that's worth anything. If you want a biotin product that you can chew up, there are gummy vitamins, the gummy biotins that are high potency. In fact, the same potency as this 5,000 micrograms without a bunch of crap in it that you don't need with no artificial colors that are naturally sweetened and taste really, really good. We have them at Vitality, so you do have that option. Or you can go to something in a pill form that actually has enough nutrition to really nourish your hair, like Hair Revive. So that's an option there. Okay, the next one is substantially worse, okay? This is a multivitamin that I found on walmart.com, and it is horrifyingly bad, <laughs> okay? Two gummies contain three grams of sugar again. You have the synthetic form of vitamin D, a synthetic form of vitamin E. Strangely, I have no idea why this is. It has good quality folate and good quality B12, both of which are actually pretty expensive. There are tiny, tiny amounts, but they're in there instead of the synthetics. I don't understand that at all. And then it gets down to omega-3. I love this because I call this window dressing and it happens all the time in the supplement industry. And I hate it because I am in the supplement industry for a living. This bothers me. It really does. But they assume that you, the consumer, are an idiot. And that drives me batty. They consume that you, listening to me, are an idiot. And that they can sell you anything based on the fact that it says it has this ingredient in the product and you've read somewhere or heard somewhere that this ingredient is good for you, okay? So 
I don't want you to be an idiot. I don't want you to be a pawn in their game of marketing. And that's a huge part of why I do Vitality Radio, because I know you're not an idiot. But I also know you're a really busy person who has a really hectic lifestyle and certain things that you're passionate about. And nutrition might not be one of them, yet you want to take care of yourself. And that's why you listen to a show like this and you want education and you have seeked out education from a show like Vitality Radio. You probably listen to other podcasts about nutrition, and I'm sure you read articles and things on nutrition as well. But my gosh, there's a ton of information out there, right? So one of the biggest things that I want to do is I want to be able to provide to you education on how much of a good thing actually works, how much is too much, how much is not enough, because that is where they will scam you every single time. And this multivitamin is perfect at that. It has one milligram of omega-3, one milligram of omega-3. Now, most people know that we need omega-3. A lot of people know that most of us are deficient in omega-3, and we know that it's good for us. So then we see omega-3 on the label and say, oh, great. Well, one milligram. You know what the clinicals show on omega-3? The clinicals show that the best benefits on omega-3 start at a minimum of about 1,800 milligrams. 1,800 milligrams, not one milligram. One milligram is so insignificant that there's no reason for it to be in the product. Zero, except to make you think the product is good. It's a scam. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Also found on walmart.com. Now, this is a quote-unquote fat burner. And maybe the biggest scams in supplement history have been in fat burners. But this one, (laughs) this one claims to have uh, green coffee garcinia and raspberry ketones in it at 750 milligrams of each one. And this one's just a bad label. I don't know how else to put it. It says it has 22.5 grams of calories. <laughs> calories are actually a measurement in and of themselves, right? So a calorie is a calorie. It's not a gram. And they come from things that are measured in grams, like carbohydrates. This says it has 10.5 grams of carbohydrates. That's probably true. And 22.5 grams of calories. Now, what they mean is that it has 22.5 calories, or at least that's what I think they mean. And that may also be true. But if a company doesn't even know that calories don't come in grams, don't buy their product. We have to know how to read these labels. It's really important. In fact, one of the things that I'm planning to do very soon at Vitality is have a label reading workshop where I can teach you how to read labels and how to tell if what's in a product is any good. Now, another one, that is really, really popular right now, and it's another way that companies can scam you, is a gummy called Flow, F-L-O. Now, there are about 20 of these on the market. There's so many I found, but Flow, I think, is the biggest name brand, near as I could tell. It has three proprietary ingredients in it, and it's supposed to ease your menstrual cycle. It's supposed to help with cramps and bloating and flow for PMS. It's supposed to help with all that stuff. And it's got three things in there that really do help with all that stuff. If taken correctly, Vitex, 
lemon balm, and dong quai. All great herbs, all useful for PMS. And it also has B6 in it at 20 milligrams. It's actually a decent dose of B6, which also helps with PMS, particularly with the bloating aspect. And that actually, they've given you enough. And I think that's the trick with this product. If people get B6 at 20 milligrams, they may experience slightly less annoyance uh, in terms of PMS. And that's where this product is actually potentially doing some people some good because they've got some good reviews on it. But here's the thing about this product. It has 111 milligrams in two gummies of Vitex, Maltodextrin, Lemon Balm, and Don Quai, which is also known as Angelica. Maltodextrin is the second ingredient in their proprietary herbal blend. Proprietary herbal blends are designed for two reasons, I will say. One is to keep your blend a secret, like the 11 herbs and spices at KFC. Or is that right? Did I get that right? 11? I think that's right. It's, it's a secret because they don't want a company to be able to clone their product. And I appreciate that because these products cannot be patented. However, it has become a way for companies to deceive consumers because maltodextrin is not an active ingredient. Maltodextrin is a complex carbohydrate that breaks down as quickly as sugar. It has no benefit whatsoever for PMS. And yet it's the second ingredient in this proprietary, quote unquote, herbal blend. Is it an herb? No, it is not an herb. In fact, I believe this label is illegal. And at some point, the FDA will probably clamp down on them, or they should. But in this blend, it is very possible that there is one milligram of Don Quai, one milligram of lemon balm, 56 milligrams of Vitex, and 55 milligrams of maltodextrin. That is very possible. If that is the case, you're not getting enough of any of them to do any good. In fact, if it was 111 milligrams of just Vitex, maybe you'd have enough to make a small benefit. But those herbs need to be in hundreds of milligram quantities to be effective. Are they effective for PMS? Yes, absolutely they are. They can really, really help. Vitex is known for regulating irregular cycles. It's really, really great stuff. And I highly recommend it as a supplement on its own in a capsule or a liquid extract if you prefer, but it just doesn't fit in a gummy. You can't get the amount that you need. And so thus, another scam. Now, the problem with these is that it gets people who are less educated than they probably ought to be when they buy a supplement, and you may fall into that category because you're in a hurry, you read a few reviews online, and you said, hey, this sounds like a good product for me but you don't know how much Vitex clinical studies have actually shown is effective. So you think, well, it's got the right stuff in it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a try. And then you try it and it doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, then you say, oh, well, Vitex doesn't work, right? Well, that's not true. So there's two issues. One, you're wasting money on a product that isn't very good. And two, you're probably then under the assumption that that product, that particular ingredient will not work for you. So you're not willing to necessarily try the next supplement. And boy, have I heard that so many times over the years. So these gummy vitamin manufacturers, you've got to be really, really careful. What it boils down to is this. In a gummy, in order to make it taste good, you've got to have a bunch of ingredients that aren't active ingredients. You've got to have some sweetener, you've got to have some flavor, and then you've got to have, of course, just the stuff that makes the content of the gummy itself, whether it's gelatin or tapioca starch or whatever. And I brought some of my favorite gummies with me to talk about. I've got a little shopping basket here in front of me. 
and I want to share them with you because I will not bring in a gummy that doesn't actually have a therapeutic benefit. So there's a, a turmeric gummy. I've seen turmeric gummies out there. Turmeric gummies are weird. They're bright orange, which is okay because that's a natural color. <laughs> turmeric is brightly colored anyway. So they actually look like they've got artificial colors in them, but they don't. And then it's a matter of, well, how much turmeric did they actually give you? Well, this one from Solaray, which is pretty new, and I actually think tastes pretty good. It's mango flavored, and I actually like it. Um, it's uh, got 260 milligrams of something called curcumin C3 complex. Now, that's not my favorite turmeric, but it's a good quality turmeric with really good clinical studies. And that is a dose that is actually an effective dose in a gummy. So, yay, if you can put an effective dose in a gummy, I am all for it. If you can't, don't make a gummy. Put it in a capsule. It's really simple. Vitamin D3. If you want to do a gummy in vitamin D3, be my guest because you can get plenty of vitamin D in a gummy. And we have several at Vitality. There are a bunch all over the place. Then what you want to do is you want to check the other ingredients and make sure there's not artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, crap that you don't want in your multivitamin in there. And if you can find one that doesn't have that, then go for it. How about elderberry? With COVID, elderberry, vitamin C, zinc, things like that got really, really popular and still are. Well, most of the research on elderberry, in fact, all the research that I'm aware of on elderberry has been done in an elderberry syrup. Not the same as a gummy, right? And I do believe that the syrup is definitely the superior way to do elderberry. However, there are a couple of elderberry gummies that I have found that I really, really like. My favorite is actually by a company called Life Seasons. These are the same people that brought you the NeuroQ you've heard me talk about. And this gummy is the equivalent of 50 elderberries themselves in two gummies. It also has vitamin C. It has vitamin D3 at a really good dose and zinc in there. So it's actually a really great gummy with plenty of elderberry to actually have an impact. And I, I love that. That's fantastic. So I'm all for elderberry gummies. Again, as long as they've got enough in there and there's not a bunch of junk that you don't want. And perhaps my favorite gummy is one called Screen Eyes. Now, I use this one every day myself, and I absolutely love it. First off, it tastes delicious, so it's really easy for you, and it's really easy to give to your kids. And I know if your kids are like mine, screen time is a concern, not just because of what the content that's on the screen and what they may be consuming, but also the actual impact of the blue light coming from the screen. And when I say the screen, I mean computers, I mean iPhones, I mean tablets and iPads and all that kind of stuff. All those screens emit blue light, which is very challenging to the eyes and degrades the vision. And we have clinical evidence of that. Well, there's also clinical evidence of something called Ludamax, L-U-T-E-M-A-X, Ludamax 2020. Ludamax 2020 is a very specific combination of lutein, and zeaxanthin that has been clinically proven to reduce the eye strain from a screen. And I am a huge fan of this stuff because I spend a lot of time in front of a screen. I give one of these to my little kids every day and I take two myself. And I absolutely love this product. It tastes great and it has the full clinical dose that was clinically proven to reduce eye strain and to improve overall eye health it is awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. So I love the screen eyes. One thing that I'm doing actually right now too at Vitality because I've fallen in love with this product and Zao is the company that makes it. I've uh, cut a deal with them where I'm actually offering it at 
40% off right now at Vitality, which makes a product that's usually about 21 bucks, brings it down to like 12 bucks. And it is a phenomenal product. That's a month supply. And it actually has all the clinical doses in it. So really good stuff too. I will say this, the other big gummy that's selling a lot right now is apple cider vinegar. Now, apple cider vinegar is great stuff. Please know that it is not particularly useful for weight loss. There's no really great evidence that it is unless you're taking the actual vinegar in a substantial dose, but it has some really great benefits in digestion, particularly if you're dealing with acid reflux. And there are a bunch of apple cider vinegar gummies out on the market that are pointing it as a weight loss aid. And I just don't believe it does much for weight loss. I'll never tell you that it does. I do believe that because it enhances digestion, that that can then assist in weight loss, but it's it's a bit of a stretch to say you're going to lose 10 pounds because you started using apple cider vinegar gummies. But there's one apple cider vinegar gummy in particular, also made by Zal, the same people that make screen eyes, that I think is like candy in terms of taste, believe it or not. Yes, I know. Apple cider vinegar as a gummy tasting good. Sounds weird, but it really does. And it's from a company that I trust. So a good apple cider vinegar gummy, if you like the idea of using a gummy for digestion, I really like that. My preference, though, is still to take the capsules or to drink the liquid. I think you get the full benefit there. All right, so there's my rant on gummies. Let me just encapsulate it as much as I can here. Buyer beware for sure when it comes to gummies. I understand the reason why you want to use a gummy over a pill. I don't disagree. I would much rather eat a gummy than take another pill, which is why I take the screen eyes. I love that. However, most supplements are not going to be beneficial in a gummy format simply based on potency. They're not going to be able to get enough in there and still make the gummy taste good to make it a viable product. So find out how much you need. If you're interested in a gummy, whether it's magnesium or it's um, for PMS and you're looking at Vitex, just do a quick Google search on how much Vitex do I need for PMS? And what you'll find is it's a lot more than what's in flow. How much omega-3 do I need? Well, it's not one milligram. It's more like 2,000 milligrams. And so that's the kind of stuff that I try to bring to you on Vitality Radio that hopefully makes some sense to you and helps you become a more educated consumer because we all need that. Okay, I'm gonna cut to a quick break. When I come back, I'm gonna talk about two things and I may do, I may reserve some of this for a, a future show too because I, I took a long time on that gummy rant, but we'll see how it goes. I'll come back in a minute. We're gonna talk about something called Miracel. I want you to know about it and there's something unique going on with it right now. It's a local Utah company, local to where I am. And I am in love with their products. I've loved them for years, but something really, really unique has happened that I want to share with you. And I think you're going to want to know about it. And then the other thing I'm going to talk about is DEET and specifically just mosquito repellent in general, what to use, what not to use, how to use, how not to use it. Sorry. When we come back, I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. 
I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email. Info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. All righty, welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. And it's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South 500 West. If you're within the sound of my voice, you are within reach of our help with your health and nutrition needs. Just give us a call, 801-292-6662. Okay, so I told you I've got a couple of things. I'm going to get to one of them because it's actually really time sensitive. I'm going to jump into that. And then I will uh, jump back to the other topic and we'll have to go a little bit. Well, we'll see how much I get to. That's probably the best way I can put it. There's something called Miracell. And this is just a promotion. I'm just going to tell you, we're talking about product here. But it's a promotion that I think you'll appreciate because it's something that people struggle with a lot that they don't necessarily know what to do about. And in Utah, where we live, it's a desert. And it's really dry. And one of the biggest complaints that I get on a regular basis is cracked heels in people who wear sandals all summer, flip-flops all summer. And they've tried Eucerin and they've tried Johnson & Johnson and they've tried Vaseline Intensive Care and they've tried all the stuff. And none of the stuff worked. Well, there's a product that I want to read about to you. And there's a specific reason why I'm bringing this to you too that I think is really interesting. This is a, a testimonial unsolicited. I'm going to read it word for word. I've tried over 15 products to use on my feet, but I decided to give this one a try. I have diabetes, so when my feet become really dry and cracked, they hurt. Plus, I am risking infection. I looked around and all the products promise to do the same thing, and there are a lot of them. I came across Miracell hand and foot support cream and decided to try it because of the citrus scent. Isn't that funny? When it arrived, I wasted no time trying it within five minutes of the package. Arriving, it was on both feet and hands. I really enjoy the pleasant, fresh scent. At first, I really didn't notice that much of a difference on my feet until the next morning when I applied it for a second time. Now I noticed a huge difference from the day before when I had not yet tried the product. Now that my feet are soft and smooth, I use it one to two times a week just to make sure it does not break down and become dry and cracked again. Thank you, Miracell, for making this product. Now, if you have the dry, cracked feet, the dry heels, that kind of thing, you know how hard it is to keep them from doing that. This stuff is really, really amazing. Why is it amazing? Well, Miracell's a, a company from Orem, Utah, and they came up with an oil 
years ago. I, I don't even know how long we've been carrying it Vitality, probably at least 20 years anyway. And I don't know how long they've been around, but regardless, a long time. And it's it's a really, really light, thin oil made from all natural things that people started using for everything. Uh, everything from eczema to psoriasis to cracked, dry heels and and cuticles. And I mean, you name the thing and it's been used for it. And then they started branching out and putting it in uh, creams and lotions, lip balms, stuff like that. And it's just fantastic stuff. Well, COVID has been a real problem for a lot of companies. Small businesses in particular have been hit hard. And I think oftentimes we think of just retailers, but Miracell in their typical way of doing business does a lot of trade shows. Y'all, I see them at almost every trade show I go to, and I go to like six or seven a year when there's not COVID going on. And so in those, they do promotions, they give away free samples to store owners to try and get them to try the product and see if they like it and so on and so forth. Well, they ended up with a bunch of stock that they weren't able to get rid of at the trade shows. And so they put it out to people like me and said, hey, these are real close to their expiration date. Maybe you can help us move them out. And that's what we're doing, basically. Let me tell you a little bit more about Miracell. Miracell oil, the best product I have ever found in my entire life is how this, this review goes. I use it daily on my face and neck. In addition to mosquito bites, earaches, paper cuts, you name it, I put this stuff on everything. I thought I had skin issues when I lived in California. Ah, no, I had irritations, not issues. Texas, now I have issues. Dry, moist, chapped, like the Texas weather. You never know what you're going to get. With Miracel, all I do is wash my face, slather on. I use a little more than I normally do if I'm dehydrated because it feeds my skin and then I'm done. One would think that something oily would make your skin oily, but it is a different kind of oil. If I have acne, I put Miracel directly on it after cleaning my face. I love my skin. I love that you can put Miracel anywhere on your body. You don't have to worry about it. If you get it in your eyes, it doesn't hurt. If you get it in your mouth, it doesn't do anything and there's no taste. Only healing and moisture feeling. We even put it on our dog's sores. Our dog had a sore that was so bad and smelling, we put it on the sore and two days later, it was already healing. The smell had gone away and it started forming scabs and growing new cells. It was an infected mess and we were heading to the vet next, but didn't have to. It healed completely. That's the Miracel oil. And seriously, I've heard so many things like that. It's really, really phenomenal stuff. So what we have is we have hundreds of bottles of a combination of the Miracel cold source support the Miracel Scar Support Cream, the Miracel Oil, and the Miracel Hand and Foot Cream. And they are all awesome products. The FDA, in their wisdom, has determined that we need to have expiration dates on everything. Now, in reality, most things are better before a specific date than than they are after that date. But these dates are arbitrary in nature. And these types of products, while they do have oils in them, are pretty stable. I would anticipate that the expiration date is probably a year or two years ahead of when it probably should be. But the Miracel Scar Support Cream, which is phenomenal stuff, by the way, the best I've seen, and normally retails for $35. It's kind of an expensive one. Just hit its date on the end of May. And so technically it's expired, which means I can't sell it to you. 
The lip balm, which is called cold sore support, which is specifically for cold sores, has lysine and lemon balm, as well as menthol and lantuan. That is a really cool product. It's also an SPF 12. Uh, that one expires in one month or hits its best buy date in one month. And then the two main products that we've actually sold the most of over the years are the Miracel, the original, which is just a very light oil in a little half ounce bottle, and then the hand and foot cream, the two that I gave you the testimonials for. Basically, those ones are, their best buy date is not until the end of October. So if you buy those two, you basically get all four for the price of two. That's a $67 retail value for about $25. You get the lip balm and the scar support cream uh, for new and old scars and prevention of scars. Those are thrown in gratis when you buy the hand and foot and the Miracel oil. So just give us a call at Vitality. We can ship those out to you if you're not in the area or you can come in and pick them up and we'll have them all packaged up for you. Very, very cool stuff from a great local company. All right, so... As sometimes happens, I have exceeded my time limit here for radio, and so I am going to do a deeper dive into DEET and mosquito repellent, and I'm going to talk about the natural options, the synthetic options, what's safe, what's not safe, how to use it, but I don't want to do it in three minutes. I want to give you some significant information on it, and I think it will be very valuable and maybe surprising, actually, because I'm coming around a little bit on DEET in terms of the level of danger that it potentially presents uh, based on some other things that I read. I've, I've learned more about it since the last time I talked about it years ago on Vitality Radio. But regardless, I'll get into it in the next episode. I thank you so much for your time, for listening to Vitality Radio and Vitality Radio Podcast. If you haven't found the podcast yet, please do. I'll be doing a bonus episode, something too hot for radio, in the next week you'll want to hear it. And I've also got a vintage episode that comes out every Wednesday that you don't get on the radio. These are shows that I recorded years ago that still have relevant content. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. Give us a call at Vitality if you have any questions. 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Of course, Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're within reach of our help at Vitality Nutrition. Thank you so much for listening to me. My name's Jared St. Clair. This has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA.
This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.